Now into chapter 20, we talk about eight areas in the Christian life and in the world of the life we live in in the world that we need to shun, eight taboos in chapter 20 that Christians should shun every time. Uh, verse 27 is a key verse. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. God has called us, God has ordained that we should walk in, a, in the Spirit of God, to walk in the Holy Spirit. And here he gives us a list of things that we should shun in our life. Eight taboos of chapter 20. The first is strong drink. Solomon wrote, verse 1, wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. I'm a teetotaler, and I believe that a wise Christian will not use alcoholic beverages at all. Then, civil disobedience. We are to watch out for that. The second taboo is found in verse 2. The fear of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. We are to honor God, and we are to honor the king. We are to honor government. A good Christian ought to be a good citizen. Then in the work area, the sluggard, the lazy man, verse 4, will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in harvest to have nothing. God wants us to work hard. He wants us to learn to work, and he wants us to, to shun laziness or slothfulness. Then uh, he wants us, verse 10, to shun dishonesty. God hates dishonesty. He also warns us in verse 16 not to sign somebody else's note, to shun the unsecured loan, uh, placing your signature on a note for another person. That always produces an enemy eventually. And it's unscriptural unless, number one, you're able to pay it off without hurting your family. And number two, you're able and willing to pay it off without ill feeling toward the person who did not pay the note. Now, if you can do that, that's fine. Otherwise, don't sign it. The Scripture makes it clear. Verse 16, take his garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge for him for a strange woman. This is lending without collateral. The Word of God, according to this verse and others already noted in previous uh, chapters, orders us not to endorse someone else's note unless, again, we are able to do it without hurting our family if we pay it off and to continue loving that person if we do pay it off and never ask him for it. Then we are to shun gossip. We find in verse 19 that God hates gossip. God hates gossip. Then we are to shun disrespect for parents. Verse 20 uh, tells us that whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Finally, vengeance. God wants us to to shun malice, bitterness, and vengeance. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And verse 22 says, Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. Chapter 20. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. The fear of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim every one his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walketh in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from my sin?
diverse weights, and diverse measures, both of them are alike abomination to the Lord. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. It is not, it is not, saith the buyer, but when he has gone his way, then he boasteth. There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Take his garment that is surety for a stranger, and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. Bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. Every purpose is established by counsel, and with good advice make war. He that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets. Therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. An inheritance may be gotten hastily at the beginning, but the end thereof shall not be blessed. Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. Diverse weights are an abomination unto the Lord, and a false balance is not good. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? It is a snare to the man who devoureth that which is holy, and after vows to make inquiry. A wise king scattereth the wicked, and bringeth the wheel over them. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Mercy and truth preserve the king, and his throne is upholden by mercy. The glory of young men is their strength, and the beauty of old men is the gray head. The blueness of a wound cleanseth away evil, so do stripes the inward parts of the belly.